Tarkir, a plane of tumultuous violence. Its history has been written and rewritten, forged in dragonfire and cast in blood. It has at times been a land of soaring winged beasts, at times a land of duplicitic cons, but always a land roiled by ambition's consequence. In a time now lost, Tarkir's dragons died out, and from their bones arose five great clans whose cons carved the plain with fortunes shifting as desert sands. Conflict was constant between them, connivance rare. The cons moved against another to claim land and glory. Their character, their conviction, and their reverence towards the ancient form of the dragon shaped the Khanites under their rule, bestowing upon each clan a distinct worldview, unique strengths, and unforeseen weaknesses. One such clan embraced the dragon's cunning, symbolized by its piercing eye. Their purpose? To reach the heightened state of being offered through enlightenment, to respect the beauty of nature, to temper vanity and conceit, to control the mind through rigid discipline. They are a clan of wanderers and mystics, of sages who impart wisdom, of warrior monks with mastery over martial arts. They lie secreted away in high mountain monasteries to contemplate life's deep truths and uncover the infinite paths towards enlightenment. Theirs is the Jeskai Way. Though they live in a time that has not seen dragons for ages, the clans of Tarkir are exposed to their memories through ossified remains and distant wisdom. Each clan views the dragon as a sublime being and fully embraces one aspect of its character. The monks and wizards of the Jeskai Way see the dragon's cunning as the most important tool scrutinizing the self and understanding the greater world around them. The sign of cunning is made manifest in the eye of the dragon a piercing gaze witness to all, comprehending much, and offering focus to its adherents. This symbol is frequently displayed in rune marks, on clothing and weapons, and in titles bearing significance, such as Warden of the Eye. The Jeskai Way is a loosely affiliated coalition of isolated redoubts, carved into stone and serene monastic fortresses poised on the shores of misty, secluded lakes dotting Tarkir's rugged landscape. Within each lies an independent school where masters teach eager pupils unique methods of introspection, meditation, martial arts, and studies of script. Though each school may differ from another in the stresses of import, in battle tactics and strategy, they all share the same desire for enlightenment, a goal that can only be reached following one of infinitely circuitous paths along the way. Each is likely to end dead as it is to continue. For the Jeskai, supreme achievement and elevation are constant. The way is endless with no signposts and few directions. It's ever-changing. Most cannot hope to grasp enlightenment in several lifetimes, but it's the discipline ingrained in its pursuit that is the true strength of the clan. We hear of discipline's role in the flavor text of Jeskai student. Discipline is the first pillar of the Jeskai way. Each member of the clan trains in a weapon, perfecting its use over a lifetime and again in Leaping Master. Strength batters down barriers. Discipline ignores them. The Jeskai clan is one of mystics, monks, and martial artists. They are thought of as serene masters, composed of mind and fleet of body, who spend their days pondering life's deeper meaning. Their pursuit of knowledge, their obsession with understanding, grants Jeskai a powerful connection to blue mana. As the color of the mind, insight, and intelligence, Blue marries well Jeskai ideals of enlightenment and perseverance. 
Its sages rely on the power of blue to reach meditative states profound in depth. Its scholars and scribes use its preserves to document Tarkir's history. Its warriors and wizards utilize blue's strength in illusion and deception for misdirection or to slink through hostile fortresses seen in Jeskai Infiltrator. The way is supplemented by ties to white mana ley lines which pave the brick of Enlightenment's path. White mana values order, which strongly influences the Jeskai pillar ideal of discipline. Without rigid structure, without taming of body and mind, an adherent would fall to base instincts and perfidious nature. Central to white mana is a sense of community and relinquishing the self. Jeskai schools offer solidarity to those of like mind, and to truly embrace the way, any sense of individualism or conceit must be sacrificed. The self-restraint in white heightens blue mana's insight for practitioners, which we can read in the flavor text of a race. Truth is hard enough to see, let alone understand. We must remove all distractions to find clarity. The calculus and strategic planning of white molds pliable students into graceful and deadly warriors who have, through countless hours of disciplined practice, mastered martial arts to perfection. Their poise is on display in Graceblade Artisan and Lotus Eye Mystics. Contrasting greatly to white and blue is the hot temper and impulsiveness of red mana. On its surface, red mana opposes the established doctrine of enlightenment central to the Jeskai way. It contradicts order, embraces individuality, and lives in the fast moments of the present. But this dynamic swirling of combative forces works in the clan's favor to produce a culture more resilient and multifaceted. Red represents raw emotion necessary to stir blue and white into action. For what is contemplation without fulfillment? What is planning without execution? Jeskai are by no means at the mercy of their urges. Through discipline, they temper and direct hot passions when necessary, seen in the art and flavor text of Bloodfire Enforcers. Bloodfire practitioners train to focus their rage, building it deep inside themselves until they are ready to release it as a devastating attack. Red mana allows for development of new, chaotic fighting styles that stun enemies and misdirect in blazing flurries of movement. We see this in cards like Cunning Strike and Dragon-style Twins. Red is, however, a constant temptation for the Jeskai. There are moments when it must be embraced, but always with temperance, lest one lose their way on the path. An outcome witnessed in the Arden flavor text of Lose Calm, which reads, A lifetime of discipline, forsaken in a moment of rage. These three colors, blue, the wisdom of mind, white, the discipline of body, red, the impetus of spirit, merge to create a clan whose adherents embody the dragon's cunning. Jeskai are led on Enlightenment's path by Narset, one who has expanded her being and achieved the highest level of existence. She imparts wisdom on those seeking, which we hear in the flavor text of Clever Impersonator. Our own selves are the greatest obstacles to Enlightenment. Through her counsel, Jeskai practices are made, and in her calculated action the clan survives tumultuous machinations, impressed upon them by other cons. The melding of these colors and the Jeskai's mastery of mystical and martial arts is highlighted in the clan's prowess mechanic. It represents the warrior's ability to strike suddenly and unexpectedly, the sage's preference to draw strength from spellcraft and confound. This makes for a graceful, serene, and exceedingly deadly combatant 
for which the Jeskai are known. Unlike other clans who claim central fortresses and dominate contiguous regions of the landscape, the Jeskai Way are a collection of isolated, disjointed monastic houses loosely tied by bonds of shared ideals. Most often, their retreats are hewn from wind-battered mountaintops, effortlessly integrated into the craggy stone, or else erected by serene pools whose reflective waters stimulate prognostication. Several such monasteries dot all of Tarkir, but the largest and most influential is the Sagei Stronghold. This domineering mountain redoubt acts as Narset's seat, a meeting place for Jeskai elders, and a bastion of meditative study supplemented by an impressive collection of arcane scrolls. Sagei is the voice of the Jeskai. Its avon messengers carry dispatches far, as seen in Jeskai Windscout, whose flavor text reads, They range from Sagei's stronghold to the farthest reaches of Tarkir. Other Jeskai fortresses possess unique views, scholarship, and fighting styles molded by the minds of their elders. Those of the River Wheel Fortress contemplate on still waters, and when threatened, stir it to a foaming royal and inundate foes. Their fascination with and control over water can be seen in the illustration of Water Whirl, whose text reads, Be as water, untamed and unheld, yet inexorably flowing towards a greater goal. River wheel adepts imitate water's graceful flow, quickness in foot and sure of step, which is on display in the flavor text of river wheel aerialists. Adepts of the river wheel stronghold can run through rain and never get wet. Masters use the raindrops as stepping stones. Followers of the Bloodfire School embrace the sweltering heat of Tarkir's ancient hellkite and channel raw emotion into focused action. They endure physical pains to sharpen their minds, seen in the art and flavor text of Bloodfire Mentor. The adept underwent months of preparation to withstand pain, until he was finally ready to receive the Afrit Master's teachings. The beautiful martial dance of this proud school is illustrated in Dragon-style twins. Adherents of the Lotus Path, meanwhile, draw on white mana strength through conviction and community. As the flavor text of Sage of the Inward Eye relates, no one petal claims beauty for the lotus, just as no one individual can claim superiority over the whole. Those who follow the path of the lotus turn inward to predict future outcomes, which heightens their skills in combat, seen in the illustration of Lotus Eye Mystics, whose flavor text reads, Every action has a foreseen purpose. Just as the Jeskai embrace myriad paths along the way, so too do they count myriad races among the ranks of their pupils and masters. The volcanic fire rim is the native land of Tarkir's Efridi, fiery elemental humanoids perfidious in nature. Many travel to Jeskai monasteries to temper strong passions and innate caprice. Many Efrit can be found within the Bloodfire Fortress. Spiritual, blue-skinned and horned jinn also number among Jeskai's more ponderous followers. Jinn seek enlightenment through mental clarity and communicate strongly with the elements of water and air, granting them powerful basis in blue mana. Inscrutable, Jeskai Jinn oversee the documentation and preservation of Tarkir's knowledge, seen in Monastery Lore Master and Warden of the Eye, whose text reads, The Wardens guard the sacred documents of Tarkir's history, though they are forbidden to read the words. Their mastery of elemental magic is illustrated in cards such as Whirlwind Adept and Mistfire Weaver. 
Unlike other planes, where jinn are of a corporeal form and capricious faculty, those on Tarkir are more physical than mystical. The high mountain peaks are a natural home to the avon birdfolk, whose areas sit closely by Jeskai encampments. This close association swells the clan's ranks with these winged aerialists, whose grace in flight is matched by their swift strikes. The avon skill is given to us in the flavor text of Sagei Harrier, which reads, These winged warriors meditate in flight, tracing mandalas in the clouds. Another winged mountain race has been adopted by the Jeskai for its temerity and hardiness. Massive mantis dwell within the rocky crags and have become bonded to the skilled monks who ride them into battle. Stealthy, composed, and lethal, the mantis is nature's manifestation of Jeskai ideals, which we hear in the text of High Spire Mantis. Its wings produce a high-pitched, barely audible whirring sound in flight. Only Jeskai masters are quiet enough to hear one coming. While the card Mantis Rider illustrates the lethal poise possessed in Jeskai warriors who mount such creatures. For the Jeskai, the time of Khans has passed into impossible myth, this branch of reality severed by the actions of Sarkhan Vol. Their fate, much like that of the other clans, has been reforged, their new reality, dominated by soaring, voracious, and savage dragons, no longer extinct. With the invigoration of dragon storms on Tarkir, the clans found themselves not merely engaged in intrigue amongst another, but in a struggle for existence against rapacious, implacable dragon broods. With the subsequent Khanfall, the clans were swallowed and subsumed by draconic overlords, their ultimate fates dependent on the whims of such powerful creatures. The warriors of ancient Jeskai found their monasteries besieged by the swift cunning of Ojitai and his brood. These dragons rely on meditation, foresight, and counter-magic to win the field before battle even ensues. But just as all dragons, their calm countenance can quickly rile to mass devastation. Shu Yun, leader of the Jeskai, attempted in a desperate collaboration with the other Khans to destroy the rising dragon lords. He was, however, betrayed and murdered, an action that hastened the Khanfall and led to the dissolution of the clans. The Jeskai were especially despised and hunted by Ojitai for their ghostfire warriors. These dragon slayers fought with valiant grace using the colorless magic imparted upon them by Ugin the spirit dragon. But their isolated fortresses and dwindling numbers couldn't hold out. They were all killed or captured and summarily executed. The Jeskai libraries were ransacked. Every mention of the clans burned in dragonfire. From the ashes, Jeskai survivors and their descendants were integrated into Ojitai's clan. In this new form, red mana has been lost. Its temperament, its invigoration of fiery independence, represents a threat to the Elder Dragon's rule. The clan is therefore more ponderous, studious and servile to their draconic masters. All humanoids are beneath even the lowliest of Ojitai dragons. They are students who ingratiate themselves to their winged mentors in hopes of gleaning wisdom. In this dynamic, Ojitai sits as the great teacher, impressing valuable lessons onto the minds of his pupils, which we see in the illustration of Skywise teachings and Great Teacher's Decree. While the flavor text of Dragon's Eye Sentry gives glimpse into the import carried by Ojitai's word. Even the humblest guard of Ojitai's strongholds ponders the puzzles of the great teacher's lessons. The Ojitai view the dragon as elegance and insight made manifest. 
They embrace meditation and study with industry in an effort to experience a fraction of what is possessed by the great teacher. The flavor text of Dance of the Skywise highlights such reverence. The Ojitai believe in the great wheel. Those who best serve the dragon lord are destined to be reborn as dragons. In battle, Ojitai are composed warriors, exhibiting grace of movement, demonstrative of rigid practice they endure. We see such warriors in Ojitai exemplars, and in the flavor text of Battle Mastery which states, There is elegance in all the Ojitai do, even their killing. Jeskai, a name that in one reality symbolized contemplative repose, in another a name that has been stripped from the histories and lost to memory. This clan seeks enlightenment through various paths along the way. They are a people of constancy, a source of conviction for vacillating minds and wayward souls. Their isolation stimulates inward thinking. Their community stimulates wise support. They are a people of grace, of swiftness and poise. As light as the breeze, as deep as the azure lakes, as sharp as the mountain peaks, they embody all aspects of the dragon's cunning. All who cross their path respect the way, and the name Jeskai. Thanks so much for watching and listening to this video on the Jeskai way, and stay tuned for following videos discussing Tarkir's other clans. Now I want to hear from you. Let me know your thoughts on Narset and the Jeskai, Ojitai and his brood, as well as suggestions for future videos in the comments below. And if you're a fan of lore and storytelling, be sure to subscribe to the channel, check out the podcast or the blog, where content is uploaded frequently. I want to thank my amazing supporters over on Patreon, who make all of this possible, and I couldn't do it without their fantastic support. If you're interested in becoming a Lord Luminary for access to me, a great community, written scripts and early video drops, head to patreon.com slash to learn more. Until next time, go forth and explore the lore.